Every week, our staff team gets together to chat about the mission, vision, and culture of our church. It's a time that we can worship together, pray for each other, and share from God's word. This portion of our podcast is dedicated to bringing those messages to you, to give our church family a peek into the heartbeat behind what's happening in our staff this week. We hope that this encourages you and brings you closer to God this week. Let's go. Well, I want to share a little bit today around uh, the priority of principles is what I called it. The priority of principles. And it's no surprise. We'll have heard this many times. And, um, you know, I believe that we try to live this out is that people generally like consistency and being principled is a part of being consistent uh, you know so if we come into the office and we have no idea what mood Mike Chiz was going to be in um, it throws us all off balance are we going to get nice kind compassionate godly Mike today or are we going to get furious I'm ready to burn this place down Mike it would be upsetting to us all um, and it puts us in the spot of uncertainty. I mean, if people are inconsistent, of course I'm joking about Mike, but if people are inconsistent, if our leaders, the people on our teams and the people we're working alongside, if, if they are inconsistent, it does create a sense of uncertainty. There's a lack of, uh, a lack of ease, a lack of sense of feeling settled and uh, con consequently confidence in how we're able to work towards the mission is affected if there's inconsistency in temperament and uh, even ethics among the people we're working alongside. It really doesn't create a great environment for us to be able to do our best work, work that honors the Lord. And so that feeling of being on edge, I would even say makes it impossible for us to have our head in the game and be able to focus on what matters and be honorable to what God's put in front of us. So being principled is a large part of consistency. Consequently, being unprincipled, it kills trust, breeds contempt, breaks the morale of a team. We talked a little while ago about uh, selfish ambition, and selfish ambition will drive us to make decisions that favor the outcome, not honor God. And as we're at a crossroads of having to make a decision about how we're going to conduct ourselves, what we're going to do, how we're going to address the situation, we can oftentimes look for ways that uh, will give us the outcome that we desire instead of being driven by a motive of honoring God. If we're driven by selfish ambition, that is one of the consequences of that. And ethics are handled on a, uh, gaining the desired outcome, the ends justifying the means. And if people observe this in us, it does break the trust that we want to have in the people around us. If we're willing to break our convictions to get the desired outcome, it destroys any sense of team morale. If someone is willing to massage the truth or bend and have a half lie or a half truth, they lose the trust of the people around them. And personally, I have no desire to be around people like that. I feel on edge when I'm around people like that. My guard is up. I'm careful. I find it difficult to do good work when I don't trust the people I'm surrounding myself with. Consequently, being principled, being consistent is of vital importance. I'll share a verse with you from Matthew 5. You've also heard that our ancestors were told, you must not break your vows. You must carry out the vows you make to the Lord. Verse 34, but I say, do not make any vows. Do not say by heaven, because heaven is God's throne. And do not say by earth, because the earth is his footstool. And do not say by Jerusalem, for Jerusalem is the city of the great king. Do not even say by my head, for you cannot turn one hair white or black. Verse 37, just say a simple, yes, I will, or no, I won't. Anything beyond that is from the evil one. Your word should be rock solid. Your word should be rock solid. Don't give it away cheaply and work tirelessly to keep it. Our word should be rock solid. And the idea of principle is we're going to sort of roll through in the next few minutes. This is really the standard that we hold ourselves to. This is something that is you, yourself, and you. 
This is not the expectation and the standard that we're putting on others. We talk about being principled. This is something for each of us as individuals to hold ourselves to, not necessarily to put onto the team. I think that's a different conversation. But a principle can be something specific or it can be something general. But I want to give a couple of characteristics of something that makes something a principle. The first thing is, is that it's predetermined. It's predetermined. This is not something we decide when we're faced with a crossroads. This is something that is predetermined. It is predecided. Consequently, the decision is made for us. If we've already decided this is the kind of person I'm going to be, this is how I'm going to handle these situations, this is a, a characteristic, this is a quality, this is a principle that I want to have in my life. When it comes crunch time, the decision has already been made. I don't do that. Or I always do this. The decision has been made for us. A principle is predetermined. It's not swayed by the potential outcomes. It's decided. Something I used to teach to youth students is decide before you have to decide. Make the decision. Draw the line in the sand. This is the kind of person I'm going to be. This is the conduct I'm going to hold myself to. These are the things that I'm going to say no to. All my friends are saying yes to this. I am going to say no to that. Hold yourself to that conduct. Decide before you have to decide. Decide before the temptation comes knocking. When the temptation comes knocking, it's real difficult to say no. If you've already decided, it becomes a lot easier to say yes. Decide before you have to decide. Predetermined. Another characteristic of a principle is consistent. Be the same person in every room. If something is a principle in our lives, it'll be evident in any scenario. It is not swayed on a case-by-case -case basis. It is consistent. Next thing. <clears throat> Characteristic of a principle, it's inconvenient. It is inconvenient. It will come at a cost. The pastor of our church in Montana is a good guy. We're still friends to this day. We have a good relationship. Um, for what it's worth, he is a deeply principled person, but for the sake of this illustration, I have to tell you something contrary to that. He's a Liverpool fan. If you don't know who Liverpool Football Club is, they're this group of people in England talk about unprincipled people. Um, they read, I mean, honestly, you can scrape them off the sole of your shoe. I, anyway, <laughs> I'm going to move on because I'm going to get myself in trouble. But Chelsea, the greatest soccer team ever known to the history of humanity, and Liverpool are somewhat rivals. And he goes for Liverpool. So Chelsea played Liverpool a few weeks ago, and there was a decision. And the footballing referee or the soccer referee um, Oh, anyway, the Chelsea player was on the goal line. The Liverpool loser kicked the ball towards the goal. The Chelsea player, he can't help having hands. It's not his fault. He has a pair of hands. If the ball that is going at like 60 miles an hour hits his hand, how can it be a handball? It's not, he can't do anything with it. It's just, he has a hand. It's not his fault. It should never have been a red card. It should never have been a penalty. Liverpool never should have scored a goal. It is a disgrace to the game that this happened. Next thing I know, I get a text message. Hey, how are you feeling right now? It's like, I don't want to talk to you. I don't like you right now. You and Montana, just stay over there. The truth is, I really mean this. The reason why this is a silly illustration, but it works, is that if it was his team that had had that decision, because we went back and forth for like 20 minutes about why it was ridiculous, and he was like, no, it's by the letter of the law. This is the... And we went back and forth. But the bare bones truth is, if it was his team that had that decision, he would have been singing a very different tune because he's an unprincipled Liverpool-supporting slob. 
But if we are consistent, if we do have principles, they will be inconvenient because there will be times where holding those principles will come at a cost. An obvious one is that there is not a single person here, there's not a single person listening to this that cannot think of instances where it would be infinitely easier to tell a lie. We have all been at that place, many of us, many, many times, we have all been at that place where it would be infinitely easier to just bend the truth, to just say a white lie, and to tell the truth comes at a cost. But if we're principled, and one of our principles is we tell the truth, it will come at a cost. There was a time a few years ago, this is another funny story. Um, Moses got caught in a lie. And he was maybe five at the time. And so I'm giving him the whole, we don't lie in this house, this is no good. I'm more angry about the lie than I am about whatever it is that you did. And he looks at me, he says, Dad, I didn't lie. I just pretended to lie. I was like, hold on. Does that work? No. Oh, hold on. No, no, that's not a thing. You don't get to say I pretended to lie. So... But it's easier to tell the lie. It's easier to cover your tracks. Next thing is, next characteristic of a principle is that it's permanent. If it's a true principle, it transcends seasons. It's not a principle for a period of time. It's deeper than that. It is something in our heart. A principle is predetermined, it's consistent, it's inconvenient, and it's permanent. I caught this proverb I thought was worth sharing. Proverbs 11, verse 3, and this is in the Amplified Bible. The integrity and moral courage of the upright will guide them, but the crookedness of the treacherous Liverpool fans, <laughs> it doesn't say that, but the crookedness of the treacherous will destroy them. But that first line again, the integrity and moral courage of the upright will guide them. And what happens if we're principled? Well, firstly, being principled builds trust. There are people who I disagree with, but when they're principled and consistent, I respect them. There are people who may, I may disagree with what they're being principled about, but just the fact that somebody is willing to be consistent and for it to come at a cost for them, there is something in that that I respect because they're willing to follow through even though it comes at a price. For instance, if I were to go to a Brazilian steakhouse with a vegan, I would respect the fact that they hung out at the salad bar. Principled, despite having meat on swords, they are having salad bar. I may disagree, that it is worth eating the salad and paying the $30 for salad, whatever, rather than saying no to the meat. But I respect it. I respect something about people being principled when it comes at a cost. A quote from Greg Rochelle, when you have integrity, nothing else matters. When you don't have integrity, nothing else matters. When you have integrity, nothing else matters. When you don't have integrity, nothing else matters. So here's a few suggested principles that you can adopt. The first one is the, probably the biggest one. Tell the truth. Tell the truth. If it comes at a cost, if it's inconvenient, tell the truth. Next one, refuse to gossip. Gossip's ugly. It's really easy in church to disguise gossip as like, oh, I'm just telling you this so you can be praying. Just refuse to gossip. And the third one, I thought this was interesting. Act as if your spouse is always with you. Act as if your spouse is always with you. Take that thought serious that two have become one. Take it serious where it says in one of Peter's letters that if you're dishonoring to your wife, it's going to inhibit your prayers. 
Take it seriously. Live your life. Every room you're in, every scenario you find yourself, every spot you're in, act as if your spouse is right beside you. Being principled kills trust, breeds contempt, breaks the morale of a team when we're being unprincipled. If people observe that you will bend or break your convictions to get the desired outcome, trust is gone. Our word should be rock solid, and a principle is predetermined, consistent, inconvenient, and permanent. And let's remember those words from Craig Rochelle. When you have integrity, nothing else matters. When you don't have integrity, nothing else matters. Lord, take something from this. Lord, help us to have the strength and the resolve to be principled people. Principled people based on who you are, based on what you teach us from your word. So Lord, I pray that you take something from this. Help us to be people of truth. Help us be people of integrity and people of character. And Lord, I believe that if we are, that your blessings follow. Lord, I thank you for this. Thank you for this wonderful team. Thank you for every single volunteer that makes the mission of this church possible. In Jesus' wonderful name, amen, amen. Hey, we hope that you were blessed and encouraged by today's talk. If you are a leader or a ministry director here at Word of Life, there are tons of resources available on our website. Head to wordoflifeag.org, go to the menu and tap on leaders. We'll be posting new episodes of this podcast every week, so be sure to subscribe to us anywhere you get your podcasts. See you next week.